It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it's a football Friday night in Las Vegas. Obviously, we have no football contest to talk about. The Circuit Friday football invitational has been wrapped up, and that was won by. Jeff Petz, the mad Russian, who's going to be a guest on the show tonight. Derek Stevens will be in studio here at Circa, followed by the mad Russian. Also, Doug Kazarian of OnlyPlayers.com, former ESPN betting analyst, is going to be in studio for hour number two tonight. Big lineup highlighted in the second hour by Big Randy McKay with his NFL best bets. Final hour tonight, we're going to be heavy on college hoops with Wes Reynolds, Aaron Moore, and Tim Murray. And then I'll finish up with uh, my best bet tonight for the NFL and uh, college basketball games at the uh, end of the show. Three-hour show tonight on VSEN, and you can watch us, obviously, on YouTube TV. I know a lot of people watch across the country on YouTube, and also our new website, vsen.com. You can stream every show and uh, find all the replays up on vsen.com. A lot of handicapping columns and content up on the website as well. Derek Stevens is going to be fired up this weekend. The Detroit Lions in the conference championship game. They did not win a playoff game for 32 years. And Derek uh, ch- chartered a flight and uh, went back to Detroit last weekend for the Lions victory over the Buccaneers. And uh, he's going to be on the way to the Bay Area this weekend for the Lions 49ers game on Sunday. So we'll be talking with Derek Stevens about that here in a couple minutes. Uh, we've actually got. Some line moves this week, so a little line moves to talk about. The uh, Ravens up to four-point home favorites over the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. And now the 49ers, seven-and-a-half-point favorites over the Lions in the NFC Championship game, both on Sunday. Derek Stevens, the owner at Circa, in the house now. Derek, how you doing tonight? You got your Detroit Lions shirt on. I know uh, you're fired up for the weekend. Way fired up. Uh, we got a, you know, we've got a little... Uh... Huddle up cocktail party here. We're inviting uh, all 49er and Lions fans um, to win some prizes here tonight. And same thing tomorrow. We're going from 7 to 9. So as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to the cocktail party. I'm excited. Championship weekend. You know, the, the word's been spreading that Derek Stevens is giving away two seats on his flight to uh, the Bay Area this weekend for the Lions 49ers game. How, how are you going to select the two? Have you selected the two winners yet? No, that's the purpose of the cocktail party. So, uh we're giving away uh, we're giving away uh, prizes like uh, dinner at Barry's. We're giving away uh, day beds. We're giving away cabanas uh, tonight, and then uh, tomorrow we're doing the same thing. Plus, we are giving away uh, the grand prizes. Uh, yeah, we're jumping on a flight with the, with our crew, and um, we chartered a plane. We saved two seats for the winners of this contest. We got tickets for them. We're going to go to the game and uh, and come back. So we're leaving 8 o'clock Sunday. and be back by about 9 o'clock Sunday night. Well, let's talk about the game you're headed to this weekend then. Uh, we've seen a little bit of a line move this week. Actually, it's circa early in the week, 6.5 yeah. on the 49ers. That's not the case now. 
No, and we sat at seven for uh, for a couple of days. Uh, yesterday was interesting. DraftKings went to seven and a half. Probably the first number, first uh, first book I saw to go seven and a half, and then they quickly went back down to seven. And now uh, now what we're seeing is we're seeing a few more seven and a halfs out there. Uh, so uh, we moved to seven and a half. I think this afternoon. So uh, that that's kind of where we're at. Well, how's the game being bet, and uh, what about the volume, and uh, which side are you heavy on? Well, um, so far we've seen San Francisco money. I think a lot of this has to do with uh, with the Debo speculation. Uh, I think everybody saw the video of uh, of Debo at practice today, and obviously people thought what they saw looked good. So uh, I, I think that's kind of the range that we're in here. I mean, uh, I think you could see this. You know, if uh, if Debo uh, some a good report comes out tomorrow, I think you know you're going to see this potentially go to eight. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't think it could get much past that, uh, because I think there's too much, uh, too much ready buyback on the Lions at, at, at some point. Uh, you know, one thing I can say is I hope that doesn't happen because I'm rooting for the Lions. But but also, I I hope that doesn't happen because that puts us in a couple of couple of bad numbers. You know, on, on a seven or an eight, this could be a, a pretty bad outcome for uh for for the house if it lands on something like that where you get middle or sided. But you're not really getting any Lions buyback yet, plus seven and a half. Um, no, we nah. just moved. We just nah. moved it to seven and a half. So I haven't seen it. You know, when you move it to seven and a half, also remember, um, you know, you could get Lions plus seven at even. Well, now now you get seven and a half. That sounds great, but you got to play twenty percent, twenty cents juice. It's, you know, that half point's pretty expensive. Right. At DraftKings right now, it's minus seven and a half, even money, and plus seven and a half minus one twenty. That's the same price here, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think we uh, we matched up. Where uh, are you seeing a lot of sevens still out there, Matt? Looking at the screen now, no, it's mostly seven and a half. There's a few sevens offshore, but in Vegas, looks like it's pretty much seven and a half everywhere. Yeah, you know, one thing I one thing that came up about betting this game there there's a uh, there's a prop bet and what really an alt line bet that I, I kind of liked a little bit today. Um, we've got uh, San Francisco minus three and a half. And if you like, I, as, as someone that I'm saying, I'm biased. I like the Lions. I would rather take the Lions plus three and a half, uh, plus 165. I don't know that I would want to take the Lions plus seven and a half and lay 20 cents. I think I'd rather give up the four, five, six. Uh, and, and, when, and I said that when the Lions was a seven, so you get, you get a push on the seven, or, you know, sided. Now you can get a win on that, but I'd still rather, I'd rather give up those couple of numbers because plus 165 to minus one to minus 120 it, it seems to be it seems like those four points that's being valued too much to me all right so you said you like the lions and that's uh, an unbiased opinion no it's an absolutely biased okay. opinion i'm not coming on here trying to be one of these experts <laughs> i'm just telling you as a lions fan you know with one playoff win in my lifetime until this year Flying to Detroit and feeling that energy, and and uh, and and it was the loudest sporting event and the most passion of any sporting event I'd ever been in my lifetime. There's a, there's a little something here with, with the Lions, so uh, I you know I I kind of like the story, and uh, I think uh, I think the Lions are live here. Where were you in 19? Was it 91 or 92? The last time the Lions won a playoff game. I was at the Silverdome when they beat the Cowboys. Were you, in, I, were you in college at that point? Uh, no, I just gotten out. Okay, I just got yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, got my first job, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just had gotten out of college, and uh, I was at I was at that game at the Pontiac Silverdome when the Lions won. Uh, by the way, you just got out of Michigan. Jim Harbaugh just left Michigan to go to the Chargers. What's your reaction to what's happened at Michigan with uh, Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, appointed the new coach to replace Harbaugh? Uh I'm I'm good all around. I mean, I I'm just glad Michigan won the national championship. I'm glad Jim Harbaugh was the coach to do it. Uh, I'm I'm glad he was able to keep keep uh, you know Blake Corum and keep JJ there to be able to do that. Obviously, next year it's going to be completely different. And I think I think um, you know the changing elements of college football. Are are uh, are really are, are really taking the toll on some people. When I went to the Rose Bowl to see the game, um, you know, who knew that was going to be Jim Harbaugh's last game and Nick Saban's last game? 
um, you know, I think I think with the constant recruiting, you're no longer recruiting high school kids. Now you're recruiting every junior. You're recruiting every year. It's it's a job that never stops. Uh, I don't really know how you build a program successfully. Um, you, you really need to, what's what you know. There's someone that's more important than your bench coach, your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator. Who's going to be your NIL coach? How are you going to figure out? I mean, how are you going to do that? I mean, that 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 ends up being. A critical element and you know at some point you just say i don't know i don't want to do it. and harbaugh's got a chance to go go to the chargers you know he knows spanos i mean i think it's great for him i'm happy for him yeah it, was, it seemed like the natural fit jim harbaugh is a former chargers quarterback he's got justin herbert to work with and he wants to win a super bowl the last time he got there he got beat by his brother he wants to win a college national championship and a super bowl and um i'm not surprised by the move and i think michigan's um uh, appointing Sharon Moore as a replacement uh, obvi- was the obvious move that's going to be made as well. He was interim coach, interim head coach for four games last season, obviously, and did a pretty good job in place of Harbaugh. All right, right now the Niners, seven-and-a-half-point favorites at even money, total of 51-and-a-half. Detroit, San Francisco, the second game on Sunday. Derek, the first game, Chiefs, Ravens, and Baltimore. And Circa is at four-and-a-half right now on the Ravens. Yeah, four and a half. I think the big thing that uh, that impacted today is um, everybody's waiting on weather. You know, in the late game, everybody wants to see injury reports. Uh, the early game is all about the weather, and uh, I think we all we all know the story. I mean, you got you got two two MVP quarterbacks here. Um, you, you've got you you, you really you, you've got a game that you could make a strong argument for either team, which bodes well for, for the volume for handle. Uh, you know, I, I think I think this handle on this game is just going to be, you know, over the top. Barring people getting concerned about weather, I think that'll be it'll be a great, great volume game. All right, we've only got three games left in the football season, so we're going to have to fire up a college basketball contest on this show a week from Friday. Uh, the winner of the Circa Friday Football Invitational, Jeff Petz, the Mad Russian, He's a Michigan guy. He's going to be on the show in the first hour tonight, and we've got to get the green jacket made for uh, the Mad Russian. That's right. We're looking forward to it. Uh, so you got a party going on up here, and uh, you're going to give away two seats and a lot of prizes, two seats to the uh, trip to the Bay Area for the game, and then a bunch more prizes for this weekend, huh? Yeah, you just got to show up in some gear, and you get an entry, and then you can get additional entries because here's the gaff. We want people to show up. Right. For every every hundred dollar uh, prop bet you make, you get an extra ticket. You get up to ten, so uh, increase your odds that way. Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review Journal and ESPN Radio was in here last night saying that he was going to try to buy his way into the lottery because he wanted to go on your trip. <laughs> well, I've heard that from Adam. I heard that from Mitch Moss yesterday, so I thought right? that's great. <laughs> We're also going to talk about the Winter Swim Bikini Contest coming up here at Circa, and that's going to be Super Bowl week. But Derek Stevens got a party to head to, so we'll take a quick break. Be back here in a couple minutes on VSEN tonight, the Sports Betting Network. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you've not done it already, check out the new VSIN.com. If you go to the website today, you're going to find a lot of handicapping content on the NFL playoff games. Also, we're going to have a lot up there for the weekend on college basketball. We've got a monster college hoop schedule on Saturday, as usual. NBA betting tips from JVT, Greg Hoops-Peterson on College Hoops, Hoops-Peterson and others on College Hoops. I'll be putting up a handicapping column uh, by tomorrow morning with some best bets as well. And also, you can obviously follow the Circa Friday Football Invitational on vcin.com all season. Hopefully, a week from tonight, we can fire up a uh, college basketball contest that you can follow on the website as well. I'll talk about that a little bit uh, later in the hour tonight. Uh, I do want to talk about a promotion here at VSIN that we teased with uh, Derek Stevens, the Winter Swim Bikini Contest. And uh, you probably want to, if you can make it down to Circa next Saturday, you probably want to check this out. A $15,000 prize pool. And that's going to be Saturday, February 3rd from, I believe, Derek said, noon to 4 at Stadium Swim. And uh, they were crowned a winner. Last year's contest was won by Dustin Sweetelson of VSIN, believe it or not. Uh, no, actually, he was not the winner. Uh, but it's going to be um, a hell of a contest next Saturday. And uh, that's the off week with no football games. So the bikini contest is going to take center stage at Stadium Swim. And again, next Friday night, hopefully we'll have a, a college basketball contest to talk about on this show. Because Saturdays are going to be owned by college hoops here going forward. Uh, it's hard to believe that Bill Belichick did not get a coaching job in this uh, NFL hiring cycle with uh, eight openings. One, obviously, with the Patriots went to Gerard Mayo, but seven other openings have figured at some place Belichick was going to be a good fit. I thought initially the Washington Commanders might be the right spot for Belichick, but the new ownership group wanted to go younger. Obviously, uh, that's going to be a problem for Belichick at 71, 72 years old. Not many teams want a temporary coach who's going to be around for two or three years. And I don't know if Belichick's just hanging around trying to set the wins record and uh, pass Don Shula. I don't really think that's the case. I believe he'd want to go somewhere where he's got a chance to reach the playoffs, if not get back to another Super Bowl. The Atlanta Falcons seemed like it might be a fit. Now, the Falcons do have a lot of good young talent. I've had a lot of people ask me in the past week, why would Belichick go to the Falcons, including our producer? Dan Moneyline Miller didn't think Belichick would ever go to the Falcons. I think he would go there, or he would have gone there, because nobody else wanted him. And also because the Falcons do have a lot of good young talent on both sides of the ball. In the NFC South, you're never too far away from making the playoffs. In the NFC, you're not too far away from uh, anything in terms of climbing the ladder. Falcons don't have a quarterback, and that's one thing Belichick didn't have with the Patriots the last couple of years either. But I still think... Belichick did a lot of damage to his reputation two years ago when he made Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator 
and he made Matt Patricia and Joe Judge the offensive coaches. And in his rookie year, Mac Jones was a pro bowler. That's a little bit of a phony pro bowl uh, appearance, but he made the pro bowl. He put up good numbers, and that was with Josh McDaniels as his OC. When McDaniels left to coach the Raiders, Patricia and Judge and put in charge of the offense, and they ruined Mac Jones. And uh, you can see that this season. And Belichick, Patriots, their quarterbacks, everybody lost their way. The Falcons it seemed like it might be the only fit for Belichick. Well, they passed on him and hired Raheem Morris, who was 17-31 and 31 in his initial head coaching experiment with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not too impressive there when he was a head coach. And I know a lot of people are surprised that the Falcons hired Morris instead of Belichick. But again, they went younger with a 47-year-old coach instead of a coach in his early 70s who might only be around for a couple years. Well, I wasn't that blown away by most of the coaching hires made in this cycle. But there was one that made a lot of sense. We just talked about it with Derek Stevens, and that's Jim Harbaugh going from Michigan Wolverines to the Chargers. And uh, that's one I actually hope to see because I think a lot of us are tired of seeing the Chargers underachieve with clown coach after clown coach after clown coach. And Harbaugh's diabolical about winning. He's actually a lot like Urban Meyer, the former Ohio State coach. Wherever he goes, he's going to win. And uh, Harbaugh's going to win with the Chargers. I think the underachieving uh, that you've seen in L.A., at least from the Chargers, and a lot of the nonsense and uh, poor game management, all the things you've seen from the Chargers are going to change. And Justin Herbert, at quarterback, somebody Harbaugh is going to work with and uh, turn him into a top-five QB. I don't really see any downside. Now, Harbaugh's act is going to wear thin with a lot of people within that organization with when, within the first couple of years, and he's power-hungry, and he's got a, a monster ego. But he's being hired to win, and he's going to win with the Chargers. Actually, former NFL executive, a Hall of Famer, Bill Polian, spoke about Harbaugh to the Chargers on Sirius XM NFL Radio this week. In the case of the Chargers, they wanted an offensive guy, and that made perfect sense. They wanted an experienced head coach, and that made perfect sense. They wanted somebody who could maximize the talents of the quarterback. That made perfect sense. And they wanted somebody who could move the needle in the L.A. market. Jim brings star quality, legitimacy, Super Bowl experience, recent national championship experience. He brings all that that glow with him. They got a really good coach, a really good guy, a guy that's going to connect with real football fans. Players are going to love him. Community's going to like him. It's a great day for the Chargers. It is a great day for the Chargers, Bill Bullion said there. And, um, you know, where do you put the Chargers win total next season? How much of a jump can this team make in the AFC West, which now has uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs on top? I think you got to slot the uh, char- Chargers now into that number two spot. Now, I know they got some salary cap issues. And uh, how quick is the fix going to be? Harbaugh's not going to be a patient guy. He's not going to come in and say, hey, this is a three- or four-year plan. He's going to try to win, and he wants to win next year. But that roster's got some issues, and they got some salary cap problems. We're going to talk with Aaron Moore in the final hour tonight, a sports media professor, VEASAN contributor, and Chargers fan about how quickly he thinks Harbaugh can get the Chargers turned around. And if next year, if it's too soon to jump on the bandwagon and bet the Chargers over their win total, which is going to be around eight and a half, maybe nine, something like that next season for uh, the Chargers who have uh, eight home games and nine away games. Wes Reynolds and I broke down the schedule this week on the show and talked about it. And uh, eight and a half with uh, juice over, we think is where the win total is going to be. Might be a tick higher because there's going to be a lot of Harbaugh hype around the Chargers the entire offseason. And that's going to be a team that's uh, very popular with the betting public. But you got Sean Payton with the Denver Broncos in year two. You got a Raiders team with Antonio Pierce that uh, actually played pretty well. Went five, and uh, let's see, under Pierce went five and four straight up, seven, one, and one against the spread, and turned things around. We don't know who the Raiders' quarterback's going to be in 2024, but right now the Raiders would figure to project as the last place team in the AFC West. So it's a very interesting division going into uh, next season in the NFL. I'm surprised Belichick didn't get a job. I'm not shocked because there were only a couple places where I thought he was going to fit. And when the Cowboys kept Mike McCarthy, that was another spot where I thought Belichick might fit. Now, a year from now, 
if the Eagles underachieve, bow out of the playoffs early, and the same thing might happen to the Cowboys, I wouldn't be surprised if McCarthy gets blown out of Dallas and uh, Bill Belichick fills one of those spots in Philadelphia or Dallas. But might do him some good to sit out one year. And then where next for Belichick? Well, there's going to be some openings uh, next year, maybe some high-profile openings where we see Belichick a year from now. Now, I also think uh, as much much passion as he has for the Naval Academy and the Army-Navy football rivalry and considering the current Navy football coach is a buffoon, I'd love to see Belichick go to Navy and coach college football, but I don't think that's going to happen. Highly unlikely that's going to happen. He's going to be an NFL coach, though, a year from now. Uh, also, quick look here at the uh, the numbers again. If uh, if you missed it, we talked about this off the top of the show. Circa has actually moved to the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half. So that's um, the first book in the Vegas market to go to Baltimore minus four and a half against Kansas City in the first game on Sunday. There is a book in Vegas at three and a half on the Ravens. And uh, most still at four, including DraftKings at four. But again, Circa has gone to four and a half. So if you like the underdog, it's at minus 110. You can play Chiefs plus four and a half at this point. And uh, also in the second game, San Francisco, a seven and a half point favorite over the Detroit Lions, total of 52. And that total's ticked up a little bit this week. But right now it's, uh, here at Circa and DraftKings, you have an identical line of seven and a half flat. That's even money. If you want to take the plus seven and a half, you got to lay minus 120 on the underdog. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the show. The mad Russian, Jeff Petsch, the winner of the Circuit Friday Football Invitational, joins me next. He's a Michigan fan. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh with him and also get the mad Russian's opinions on the two playoff games for the weekend. Again, later in the show tonight, we've got Doug Kazarian, Randy McKay, Wes Reynolds, Aaron Moore, and Tim Murray here on VSEN tonight. So stick around back in a couple minutes with the mad Russian. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back to VSIN Tonight. Jeff Petz, the Mad Russian, proved to be the top handicapper over 18 weeks in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. And hopefully by now he's been measured for his green jacket. Jeff Petz joins us now uh, from his home in Florida tonight. How are you doing, Jeff? Hey, everything's great, Matt. Thanks again for having me. Love being on. Uh, 70, 51, and 5 against the spread. 72 and a half points. You won by four over Tony Gordon. Scott Pritchard finished third. Uh, the top eight, Weston Stratman, Chris Piper, Randy McKay, Doug Kazarian, and Chris Bear felica in the Friday Football Invitational. And uh, Jeff, 12 and 6 on your best bets. So well done in the contest this season and uh, Derek said he's going to get that green jacket made as soon as you get that jacket size sent to us and uh, hopefully we're going to see you back here we're, when are you going to be back at the Circus Sportsbook Super Bowl or March Madness both I'll be there Thursday uh, to come see you the Thursday of the weekend of the Super Bowl I'll be there Thursday maybe sneak in a little bit on that Friday too as well and then every year we do March Madness there at the Circa we've got a spot right next to Derek, literally the best spot in town that we that we get every year, and we'll be there for that on that first Thursday of March Madness, and might even come see you on that Wednesday before too. So right. can't can't get enough of the circle when I'm in town, Matt. You I know, know I know. Believe me, it's a great spot if uh, you're a sports better, a sports guy, or like your wife Dawn, an expert sports handicapper at Mad Russian <laughs> NFL. The 2021 yeah. Circa Millions runner-up and the Friday Football Invitational champ, Jeff Petch, with us. Jeff, you did not have to take a loss for this on your record a couple weeks ago, but when I last had you on, you said you thought Jim Harbaugh was going to stay at Michigan. What happened? Uh, I just, you know, live in a pipe dream here, just thinking that the, the dream will never end. But, you know, that guy gave me everything that I've ever wanted. You know, we were there with the family you know, sitting there watching them win the national championship. That's a memory that I can take to my grave with me, Matt. I'll be forever grateful and thankful for that man. I'll be probably rooting for him in the NFL. And I think that, you know, more coming in is a decent hire that I feel, you know, we're not going to get off the treads too much here. We're going to stay in line. And and I think he's going to keep everything intact. And I, I think that he's got a great foundation 
that he got from Coach Harbaugh, and, and God bless him for what he did for us. 15-0, and 0, Wolverines win uh, the Big Ten again and uh, win the national championship for the first time since 1997. And Michigan appoints Ron Moore, the new coach today. He was the offensive coordinator, and he was the interim head coach for four games this season when Harbaugh was suspended. All right, Jeff Petz, let's talk about the NFL playoff games. You're off to a pretty good start, I believe, the first two weeks with your playoff bets, right? Yeah, yeah. I did lose one last week on Buffalo Moneyline. I, uh, I fell into that trap, and I, I learned my lesson, Matt, to not go against Mahomes in the playoffs. So uh, I, think, I think we're 4-1 and one right now. Um, I believe that's where we're at in the playoffs, which is a hell of a lot better than what we did last year. <laughs> So what, how, how are you going to uh, – how will you approach the Patrick Mahomes game this week? Chiefs, Ravens, the first game on Sunday, AFC Championship. And um, at most spots, the number's up to four. Jeff, it just went up to four and a half at Circa today. So Baltimore minus four and a half, total of 44 and a half. Uh, have you bet this? How do you handicap the matchup between the Chiefs and the Ravens? Yeah, this one, I mean, you're looking at a Baltimore team here that's won – 11 out of 12 on Lamar starting, and that's tough to bet against. And he's clearly the MVP of the league without question. And then he's got this defense behind him that's literally the best in the league without, without question there either. And, you know, they've got the Humphreys back, Andrews is back. They're healthy across the board. And I sit here and hear myself talk about all this, Matt, and you, you start to think, you know, did the Chiefs even have a chance? And, you know, but I, I honestly, I, I believe they do have a chance. I think they've got a great chance to cover here, Matt. And I, I think they got a shot to win outright. Um, you know, that line you just said, I mean, Matt, I wanted to ask you when it opened at three and a half, which way did you think it was going to go? Well, I can tell you because I bet plus three and a half because I didn't think it was going to four. Then I bet a little bit more at four and now I'm betting a little bit more at four and a half. And then I'm coming back with a money line parlay on the Ravens and 49ers as a little bit of a hedge. Uh, anything more than a field? Yeah. Anything more than a field goal with Mahomes? And uh, I got to take it. And we can get into the details of this, Jeff. But what about you? I mean, I bought the bad number two at three and a half, thinking that it was going to drop to three. I, I just naturally thought that was going to happen. I mean, you take, you take in consideration this Taylor Swift factor, and I mean, and this will probably piss a few Lions fans off, but she's normally good for two points without even having to report eligible. You know, <laughs> um, I, and, but in all seriousness here with this game, Matt, I just I think this this game comes down to, uh, you know, some key advantages and some experience. And if you, you know, let's just start with the offensive coordinators. I feel like this is a very small, small edge here. I, I think that, you know, with Munkin nine years and pro only one playoff win versus Nagy, you know, he's been with them Chiefs for seven on and off years first offensive coordinator first year he gets a Super Bowl ring and then you've got a bigger edge a defensive coordinator I love I love McDaniel I love McDonald I loved him in Michigan I love what he's doing but the, he's 36 years old he's got two years in the league as a defense coordinator one playoff win again which was last week going up against Spag Spagnolia where you know that guy he made a few adjustments there in the second half against Buffalo that I thought really kind of changed the game and they were able to to, to maybe shut them down enough to get that W. I mean, he's been with the Chiefs for five years. He's got three Super Bowl rings, one with the Giants, two with the Chiefs. He's just going to disguise some coverages and some schemes that's going to force Lamar to stay in the pocket. And, you know, let's keep in mind that they're second in the league behind the Ravens with 57 sacks. I, I definitely see them adding to that number. So, again, I'll give the edge there to KC. And I'm going to go on a little bit more with, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more here, but I'm going to talk about the head coach and Harbaugh. Yes, we love him. He's great, but you know, he's got one Super Bowl ring, one, one coach of the year going up against Andy Reid. He's got 13 championship games that he's been to 13 of these six in a row, six playoff appearances, three coach of the year, three Super Bowl rings. I mean, that's a huge advantage for Casey. And then last but not least, the advantage wise for me, if you look strictly at playoffs, I, I know we've heard this a lot this week, but, you know, Lamar's two and three in the playoffs with a 75.7 passer rating. You know, those five playoff games, seven turnovers. I could go on for days and talk about Mahomes and what he's done in the playoffs. I'll just hit a few key points that, you know, he's averaged, you know, he's three and one against Lamar. Let's just start with that. 
but in the playoffs, he's 13-3. and three, And in those 16 games, he's only lost one in regulation. And then uh, last but not least, as a dog on the road, he's 9-0-1. So, to me, I got a clear advantage at defensive coordinator, head coach, and quarterback. And I just feel like KC is going to run the ball with Pacheco, who's an absolute stud, limit pressure with Mahomes, and, and, you know, they've only given up 28 sacks on the year. I don't see them giving up much. I think he's going to find a way to get rid of the ball quick, go back to that West Coast offense, work their way down the field, and get this W, Matt. I feel like the Chiefs are just a, long, a little bit longer in the tooth when it comes to the playoffs, and I think it's going to show on the field. You know, Jeff, you made a lot of great points there, and I agree with almost all of those because uh, that's why I played the Chiefs as well. One thing that concerns me a little bit is the Chiefs' offense has looked really, I think, much much improved and really good the last couple of weeks. But the Dolphins and the Bills' defenses, uh, not in the same league with the Baltimore defense the Chiefs are going to face this week. So a little bit concerned with that, right? I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yep, they're the best defense in the league. And what we just we just got to put our hat that you know Reed and bag and and you know Mahomes are going just going to find a way to, to navigate around that you know and and defensively do their best to try to shut down Lamar. It's going to be a hell of a game and and I, and in these kind of games I'll take the points all day. At Mad Russian NFL, Jeff Petz, the winner of the Circuit Friday Football Invitational, with us. Jeff got about ninety seconds left for the NFC game. You're a D- Michigan guy. How about the Lions catching seven and a half at San Francisco? Total of fifty two. Yeah, I just think what what this one comes down to is, you know, the way Shanahan, um, the way he handled the end of that first half and that last game, protecting his quarterback the way he did. Way he did. He had 409 left in the game, Matt, three timeouts, and he he protected to find just uh, to maybe get a field goal attempt at the end. To me, that's telling everyone on my team that's sending a message saying I don't trust our quarterback. And in Detroit, you got the complete opposite situation. I mean. Campbell's got these guys believing that they belong and they deserve where they're at. And these guys will literally, they feel it. And they're going to run through a wall for this guy. I love the way he handled the end of the Rams game where he went forward on second and nine with two minutes left. He said, screw it. Give me a, give me a St. Brown 11 yard curl route and let's put this game to bed. And that's exactly what they did. Lions are 22 and seven in their last 29 under Campbell. And I just feel like they're ready for this spot. It's amazing to see how these guys are playing hurt for them. I feel like they're going to get it done for them. Give me the Lions. Lions plus seven and a half. Jeff Petz, the Mad Russian on both dogs uh, this weekend. Jeff, uh, great to have you on again tonight. Congrats on winning the contest. And we'll see you here at the Circa Sportsbook on Super Bowl week. All right. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right. Quick break here on the Sports Betting Network. We'll talk college hoops when we come back. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs that much better. New players can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet $5 and get 200 instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code VSIN. Speaking of the NFL, Jim Harbaugh just turned 60 in December. He's got a lot of years left in him. Not surprised at all that he made the jump back to the NFL. I went to three NFC Championship games with the 49ers, and uh, I think he's going to be, I'm sure most people think he's going to be highly successful with the Chargers. How soon is it going to happen? Aaron Moore is a Chargers fan, sports media professor. He's going to join me in the final hour of the show tonight to uh, say whether or not to temper the enthusiasm on Harbaugh and the Chargers in year one. I'm still surprised Bill Belichick, six-time Super Bowl winner, did not get a job, especially the Falcons' job, and they overpassed Belichick for Raheem Morris, who was 14 games under 500 and his only uh, full-time head coaching job with the Buccaneers. But we'll talk about that, too, and uh, – a lot more with Doug Kazarian in studio in hour number two uh, tonight on VSEN Tonight. Going to update college hoops right now, and we got a blowout in the Big Ten, and I can't say I'm surprised by this. Wes Reynolds and I talked about this game on the show last night, and I cautioned uh, betting Michigan State in this spot. Yeah, of course, I was wrong about Michigan State in the preseason, but uh, Michigan State was also a top-five team in the AP poll. There are a lot of people who thought the Spartans were going to be uh, pretty good. They've turned out to be one of the biggest disappointments in college basketball. That's still probably going to be a tournament team going into tonight. Spartans are 12 and seven, four and four in the Big Ten. They got a big time win on the resume of a with a uh, blowout over Baylor in the non-conference. But tonight, uh, I made Wisconsin a four and a half point favorite against Michigan State. The number opened around two and a half, three. Got bet up to three and a half, and then a nosedive today to where. Here at Circa, Wisconsin was a two-point favorite. And uh, I had to play Wisconsin for a little bit uh, today at that number. And right now the Badgers are up 12, 71 to 59. It's just hard to trust this Michigan State team. And we know this is about the time of the year when Tom Izzo flips the switch and he, he gets things figured out. And the Spartans turn the corner and they start to make that march toward March. I'm not sure if it's going to happen this time. Very disappointed in uh, some of the pieces to the puzzle here that are not fitting with this Michigan State team. Uh, And tonight's apparently not going to be the night that Izzo uh, puts it all together and the Spartans team turns the corner. 71 to 59, four minutes to go in Madison. And uh, the Badgers, a week from tomorrow, host Purdue in what's going to be a major uh, game with major Big Ten title implications. Because Wisconsin, after tonight, is going to be 8-1 in the Big Ten. It's going to have a uh, one-game lead on Purdue. Uh, headed into uh, next week's matchup in Madison. Anyway, that's a quick look. Now, we're going to talk about a college basketball contest we're going to try to do here on the show. But it's going to be 
We're calling it the Circa College Hoops Challenge. And we're going to have to do some, uh, maybe do a little bit of work on the, the rules this week because we're sitting here at 6.50 p.m. on a Friday night and Circa has no college basketball lines up for Saturday. And it's going to be hard to do a Friday night contest on the Saturday games when there are no lines up on the games. Uh, we can use the DraftKings lines. And uh, that's probably what we're going to have to do because right now DraftKings has got pretty much everything posted for college hoops uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but then we're going to talk about how we might have to uh, shift this contest a little bit uh, next week. Now, last year when we did this contest, and a lot of people have been asking me on Twitter, when are we going to do the college hoops contest? It was a lot easier to do last year because this show for the first few weeks, at least before the Super Bowl, was at 9 p.m. Pacific. And it got moved up three hours this year, and now it's at 6. It's a lot easier to do, turn this around, do a contest at 9 p.m. Uh, than it is at 6, especially when the, the lines aren't out yet at Circa for the Saturday College Hoops games. Here's how we plan to do the contest. And uh, I'll throw the graphic up here on the screen so you can see what the, uh, the plan is and the outline for next Friday night when we hope to debut this. We're going to have 10 contestants in the field. This is not about the money. This is about competing and about uh, handicapping content for the audience. And uh, I know people love contests, and the, the handicappers love to be in a contest. So let's do it. Ten contestants in the field. A winner gets a trophy and a stadium swim cabana with a $1,000 credit, courtesy of Derek Stevens uh, for the second year in a row. Now the defending champ, Will Hill of VSIN. And... Um, Will has yet to uh, collect on his stadium swim cabana, but I think he is headed here either in March or April to do that. So we'll try to get the defending champ back in the contest, Will Hill. Here's how I plan to set it up. Four regular season contest weeks, starting next Friday night, February 2nd, 9th, 16th, and 23rd. All 10 contestants will have five plays per week for the Saturday schedule. And those can be uh, sides or totals. And obviously, we're not going to be able to pick just from the uh, Circa board like we do for the football contest. Uh, probably going to have to use DraftKings numbers as well for what we're calling the Circa College Hoops Challenge. NCAA Tournament Week 1. So you're going to have 20 plays before the tournament. We have to take a break because the conference tournaments uh, throw so many kinks into the schedule that you really can't do a contest on those weeks because the lines go up so late and with the con and with the uh, conference tournaments it's just uh, too much of a hurdle to overcome. So we've got four solid regular season weeks in college basketball that we can do this contest. February 2nd, 9th, 16th, and 23rd. So you're going to have 20 plays from each handicapper up to that point. Then we're going to wait until the NCAA tournament and on Wednesday, March 20th, before the first two before the first two days of the first round on Thursday and Friday each contestant will have to make 12 plays for those games on the first two days. There's plenty of games on the board those first two days. you got sides and totals to pick from. So after week one of the NCAA tournament, each contestant's going to have 32 total plays. It's too tough to turn the thing around for the weekend with all the lines not being up. So we're going to wait for NCAA week two. On the Wednesday, March 27th show, six plays per contestant for the Thursday and Friday Sweet 16 games. Then we'll wait for NCAA Week 3, the Friday, April 5th show, with two plays per contestant for the Saturday Final Four games. So you can do the math there quickly. You can see that's going to be a total of 40 plays for all the 10 contestants. There's going to be no elimination phase as we had in the football contest the last two years. So 10 contestants, 40 plays. That's how the uh, schedule is going to work out with four regular season weeks on a Friday night and then three weeks of the NCAA tournament. And here's a tiebreaker. Pick the final four teams. You get one point per correct team. And the national champ, you get three points if you pick the uh, correct national champ. And submit those picks by the Wednesday, March 20th show before the eve of the uh, Thursday NCAA tournament first round games. So that's how we've set up the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. And uh, we'll figure out which lines we're going to use at some point this week, and we'll announce the 10 contestants in the field at some point next week. 
Uh, but that's uh, how it's going to play out. And Will Hill, the defending champ of Eastern, hopefully will be in the field. Now, if you look at the college hoops board for Saturday, I think Greg Hoops Peterson said there's 140 games on the board tomorrow. And Greg is working furiously on his uh, Coast to Coast Hoops podcast tonight. So he's not going to appear on the show. But if you want Greg Hoops Peterson's handicapping, you can check out his podcast or go to the VSIM Pro page. And uh, Wes Reynolds, Greg Hoops Peterson, myself, Tim Murray, others will be posting our best bets for college hoops up there uh, late tonight and by tomorrow morning. But there's one game that jumps out to me on the uh, board I wanted to talk about. And we'll talk about this game, I believe, in the final hour tonight with uh, Aaron Moore. And that's uh, Arizona at Oregon. And the Wildcats took a loss. This is 751-752 on the rotation. Wildcats took a loss last night at Oregon State. And that's a bad loss. Arizona State was, excuse me, Arizona was an 18-and-a-half point favorite at Oregon State. That was the closing number of DraftKings. And the Wildcats went down 83-80 in overtime. And actually, it was not in overtime. It was at the buzzer. Beavers hit a three-pointer at the buzzer to win the game. It looked like it was headed to overtime. Oregon State won it 83-80. to 80. A lot of drama last night in Corvallis, late night. I was watching the end of the game. Very disappointing loss for Arizona, which has lost uh, three times now in the Pac-12 road as big favorites. And it's starting to look like the same Arizona team a year ago that was a little too soft and can't win away from home and might be a fade team in March. But Arizona on the Oregon swing plays the Ducks. On Saturday afternoon, and this number opened as high as four and a half or five. Right now, I'm seeing four, three and a half, and four out there in the market. I'm probably going to be on the home dog ducks in that game, number 752, because I don't think it's an automatic bounce back spot for this Arizona team. But we'll talk more college hoops in the final hour of the show tonight. Stay tuned. Back with Doug Kazarian and hour number two. The Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.